live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. You are locked and loaded right here on LFA TV, rumble.com slash LFA TV. See the little graphic down there. Make sure you rumble on your way in. This is live from America right there, and I am your ever so humbled, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harold, the hip-hop patriot. Brought to you and broadcasting from the live free or die granted state of New Hampshire. And of course, as always, accompanied by the one, the only, the man behind the curtain, say it ain't so, producer Eli, drinking that field of greens to become a mean, green, globalist fighting machine and let us know who you are, where you're from, and if you're sipping on that field of greens right now too. Lisa from Las Vegas, how's your field of greens treating you? Marky, good morning, good to see you. Bad Moon is in the building. Suzanne in there with those very safe and very relevant and very important links. God bless you, Suzanne. Jackie Summers, how are you? It's been a long time, my dear. Good to see you. Bama Lady is in the building. How are you? It's me. Shout out Kevin from Minnesota. How you doing, brother? Wayne Davis is in the building. Darlene Dempsey is in the building. B. Palumbo Piglet is in the building. How about Missier from OHIO? We're going to be talking a little bit about OHIO today. Michelle, how are you? Good to see you. Mustache is in the building. Good to see you. Real Carol Leak is here. How are you, Carol? Good to see you. Chaps is in the building. Scotty is here. Logan is here. Sandy is here. And Willie Rumble is in the building. La- uh, ladies and gentlemen, we got a pretty uh, powerful show for you today. I will be going over time today. I'll be going in. Uh, Paula, how you doing from Tennessee? Paul from Illinois. Lance, drinking lemon lime. Darlene from Michigan. I just wish I could shout you all out. Sipping my field of green, says Debbie. That's amazing. Moose for Trump. Good to see you all. Miguel is in the building. Thank you all for being here. Um, we got a big day. Uh, first of all, we have the rally coming up. Pre-game, pre-show starts at 3 o'clock. I thought it was going to be 5, but you're going to be stuck with me from 3 o'clock. You're going to be stuck with Mike Crispy. You're going to be stuck with Anna Perez. You're going to be stuck with all the LFA family members that are standing in line down in Hialeah, Florida right now. And, ladies and gentlemen, we will be covering the Trump rally here today. So that's going on, okay? I am also going to be going over about 15 minutes today. So I'll be going to about 12, 15 today. And then Kevin will be taking over for Mike. And Kevin will be on from uh, 12, 15 until 2. And then Ryan Matta will be on from 2 until 3. And then I will come on. Yours truly at 3 o'clock, so there'll be no Anna Perez today as far as wrong think, and there'll be no Pete Santilli 
as far as the Santilli report goes, because we will be covering the Trump rally. And speaking of that, everywhere Donald Trump goes, you already know that he gets the, the, uh, the, the welcome from we the people wherever he goes. But what I really like about Donald Trump, he gets more of a welcome. Think about this. He gets more of a roll out the red carpet welcome by the police and the law enforcement of whatever region he goes to more than the current, and I'm going to put it in quotes, President Joe Biden gets. And I want you to go back and check tape. Go back and look at every single place that Joe Biden has visited in the last two years. Go back and look at every place Trump visits. And I want you to see the welcome and the roll out the red carpet that he gets by the law enforcement and the people of those towns. Let's go ahead and roll it, ladies and gentlemen. This is my favorite thing to see. never see this on CNN, ABC, CBS. Maybe rarely you'll see it on Fox News. You definitely won't see it on MSNBC or NBC. The mainstream media will not show you this love that law enforcement and that we the people have for our president. They know, somebody said it in the chat. They know who the real deal is. They know who the real deal is. They roll out the welcome for him in the red carpet because they respect him. That's why. And you'll never see that anywhere. So thank God for all of you for being able to financially support all of us. Think about it. We could not do what we do if you guys and your kindness and your compassion and your willingness to rumble rant or to go and and become a monthly donor, buy from our store, use our promo codes and our sponsors. That is what makes us all possible. The minute that that doesn't happen is the minute we have to stop as well, because this is what we do for a living. So it's nice to be able to have a network that you can go to every single day and get the truth. And for that, we thank you. So again, ladies and gentlemen, remember the Trump rally today, Hialeah, Florida. You will see the pre-video go up. You will see the, uh, the, the stream go up after this. Uh, actually, it should be up now. Eli, can you check and see if our stream is up right now for the, uh, for the Trump rally? If it's not up now, it's coming up. That way you guys know it's there. You can go in there. You can like it. You can share it. You can get people ready and geared up to get the best Trump coverage that you're ever going to get from real Make America Great Again hosts and uh, network um, TV personalities. Is it up yet on our update, yeah, Eli, on Rumble? Uh, just there. I guess he's got it on your mic. I'll turn it to someone else. Oh, no, because Mike's not going to. Never mind. Eli's confused right now, but he'll let us know what's going on as soon as we get what's going, uh, get some word. But yeah, we think the stream is going up now. So um, God bless each and every one of you. And uh, how do you explain all the Dems being voted in yesterday? We're going to talk about that and somebody will be stepping down because of it tonight. 
that and much more. So we're just going to get and dive right into it. I do want to say thank you to some of the monthly donors here that are here every day, though, uh, or here every month, making sure that the world goes round and round as we were just talking about. So if I could just please give me a few moments to say thank you to Sandra Arroyo, Arroyo, excuse me, Larry and Lori DeYoung, thank you so very much. Scott Patterson, God bless you. Angela Aldridge, thank you very much. Amelia Levanchi, God bless you and thank you for your help to LFA TV. Jane Satmary, thank you so much. Dallas Savinka, Gary Nye, thank you so very much. How about Heather Griffith, thank you very much. Sean and Lori Gibson, Tommy Badley, Pamela Grantham, Katie uh, Smilly, Harry and Bragg, and Jamie Frisk. Thank you all so much for your willingness uh, to be able to help support us. Because again, uh, it's, it's great that we're all working on this together. And they said we wouldn't be able to do it. They said we wouldn't be able to build this. This could not be done. I beg to differ. Well, this morning we talked about on Rise Up Joy. And we talked about choosing joy. And that if you choose joy and you receive Jesus and ultimately receive joy in your life, and you have a path with Jesus that you're walking every day, and that joy is coming abundantly, that by default, all of those traits, those feelings like the depression, the loneliness, the fear, the anger, all of those bad traits that come from the devil that the world has made you believe you need a pill for, the world has made you believe is some kind of a unbalance that you've had since birth and there's no way to get around it. Philippians 4.13 tells us through Christ all things are possible. But we talked about joy, real joy, just spontaneous Feelings of joy, not letting anything get you down, no matter what, always moving forward with that joy that you get from God. Now, I want to just read through a couple verses that describe joy because it's something that the Bible talks about redundantly over and over. And I don't even think redundantly is the right word. I think it needs to be told over and over and over again. Romans 15, 13. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that the power of the Holy Spirit... Um, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. Romans 12, 12, rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, be constant in prayer. Joy will come from that. How about Philippians 4, 4, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. You do that, joy comes into your house. How about James 1, 2, that says, count in all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds. We're in one right now. We're learning from a trial right now. And I think that's incredible. I love learning this with you. Galatians 5.22, but for the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. John 16.24, until you have asked, until now you have asked nothing in my name. Ask and you will receive that your joy may be full. And one more, Proverbs 17.22, a joyful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. So I choose joy, ladies and gentlemen. And Eli has given me the uh, thumbs up that the stream for today's Trump rally is now up. You guys can go there now. You guys can give it a rumble now. You can share it now so that you don't lose that stream no matter what happens. Sometimes streams can be hard to follow or find. We have the Trump stream up, the rally up now, so you guys uh, just be aware of that. Let's go to the Lord in prayer about that joy right now. In the name of Jesus, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. 
Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Spontaneous feelings of joy. We talked about it this morning. It's e- the, the equivalent is laying eyes on your kid for the first time, except this is just coming out of nowhere. And it's God saying, hey, Bobby Driver, I love you today. Hey, Sharon, Texas, I love you today. S.L. Holmes, guess what? I love you. Here's some joy. Hey, B. Palumbo, T. Collins, DeClues, Blessed Singer, J. Marr, M.D. Norton, Victoria, everybody, God saying, I love you. Amen. It's that great. It's that great. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get to the first slurp of the day. But before we do, the sponsor of today's first and foremost section is none other than another family and person who experiences joy his whole life. And that is the Gustafson family, ladies and gentlemen. Tim Gustafson and his family, they experience joy every day that one of the LFA family members has reached out to them and they can help them find a Medicare plan that does not leave them wondering, worrying, fearful that they're not going to get the coverage that they need, fearful that they're not going to be able to get what they need when they're going through their trials, going through their physical pains. Well, ladies and gentlemen, Insurity Financial Services with Tim Gustafson and his family is here to do just that, bring you some joy, bring you some love, bring you some just a little bit of uh, a peace and relaxation, knowing that you've got the best Medicare plan that you can possibly get um, that you uh, qualify for. So, insurityfinancialservices.com or 602 391 eight three five eight to enroll today all right okay lift up your cups and let's have our first slurp of the day here we go Rashida Tlaib has been officially censored Eli Rashida Tlaib has been officially censured now people don't know what censured means first of all what I want to do is this ready here we go So, ladies and gentlemen, what censured means is it means that she has been officially reprimanded. She has been officially put on notice that she will be officially, um, at least people are going to, the next step is to get her removed from Congress completely. And then we're coming after, um, what's her name there, the the diaper head, Eli? Some people did something. Ilhan Omar, we're coming after her next. You see... When you create divisive language that actually gets people killed and alludes to genocide, you are not fit to represent the United States of America's values, our Constitution, our traditions, our culture, or our God. Basically, you faffoed, and here you are. You are officially censured, ladies and gentlemen, and I think one more time, that calls for... The first time around, 22 Republicans voted against censuring her. And then she did more. And then she called for more pushback in Israel. And now people, even Democrats, I told you yesterday, have had it. Even Democrats have had it. No more, they said. Not going to happen. So, ladies and gentlemen, your Speaker of the House, who we're going to talk about in depth in a little bit as well, 
Mr. Mike Johnson, with the announcement that she has been officially censured as of last night. Go ahead. On this vote, the yeas are 234 and the nays are 188, with four answering present. The resolution is adopted. Here, here. Without objection, the motion to reconsider is laid on the table. On this vote... I gotta love it. So some people did some things, Eli. And those people are called... Um, no, 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 those are her people. These people are called Republicans, Eli. These people are called MAGA Republicans. Some people did some things. Eli was over there dancing a minute ago. He had his hands in the air like he don't care. Put his hands in the air like he just don't care. You see that? Eli's a happy man. You want to know why? Because, ladies and gentlemen, this is the beginning of draining the swamp. The swamp has already begun to be drained, and it wasn't being drained under Kevin McCarthy. But I want to go back, and I want to talk about the people who actually voted to not censure her, okay? Because Rashida Tlaib had previously survived a censure resolution a week ago that was offered up by Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene, which whenever she or anybody else does anything right, we will give them. I think we even gave Marjorie the Smarty Award Award of the Day for doing so, okay? Marjorie Taylor Greene had reintroduced her censure resolution after amending it to refer to the October 18th protest as an illegal occupation of a House building. The House previously planned to reconsider her resolution Tuesday night. But as the New York Times notes, she withdrew her solution after the House voted to allow McCormick's to move forward. Here are the four rhinos who still voted not to censure. Does anybody want to guess who did it? Does anybody want to guess? I'll give you a hint. What in the buck is this guy doing? Representative from Colorado's 4th District, who on his way out is trying to cause as much damage as he possibly can because he's now been exposed as a uniparty Democrat, that is Representative Ken Buck from Colorado. Guess who the other one was? Remember the other one who you can't tell whether it's a boy or a girl and he gave Marjorie Taylor Greene that nice debt pin when they went out to dinner on the elitist in that elitist hotel and that elitist restaurant that we all paid for? From Kentucky's 4th District, Representative Thomas Massey. Okay? How about from California, the 13th District there, Representative John Duarte. And also from California, Representative from the 4th District there, Tom McClintock. So, you know what to do, ladies and gentlemen, at least to the Republicans who ought to know better. Light those bad boys up. That's right, Thomas Massey and Ken Buck. Not that they care, but those are the two. Now, the ones that had previously voted against the censure, ladies and gentlemen, they all courageously voted for the censure this time. Now, remember when we were having this argument about Byron Donalds being on that list? I looked into it for you, and Byron Donalds was not on that list. He was not one of the original 24 or whatever it was, 26 Republicans that voted in uh, not to censure her. That was not true. So I don't know who said that, but that was not true. That was a mistake. But the other 22, I mean, here are the 22 Democrats, I should say, who voted to censure her. Now this, ladies and gentlemen, blew my mind. 22 Democrats. I'll read through them quickly. Stephen Cohen, Jim Costa, not Jim Acosta. 
Angie Craig, Don Davis, Lewis Frankel, Jared Golden, Dan Goldman, Josh Gothheimer, Greg Lansom, Susie Lee, Kathy Manning, Jared Moskowitz, Wiley Nickel, Chris Pappas, Maury Glosskamp, Perez, Pat, Pat Ryan, Brad Schneider, Kim Schreier, Darren Sorto, Soto, excuse me, Richie Torres, Debbie Washerman Soltz, that drunk from Florida, and Frederica Wilson. Okay? Every single one of those Democrats voted to censure her. And I guarantee you that those same Democrats may be even willing to vote to remove her and expel her from Congress. So let me have a drink of my coffee here. We have 4,300 people watching. If you guys could all do me the favor and click that thumbs up. And if you missed the beginning of the show, the beginning of the show, we uh, told you that our pre-show starts at 3 p.m. today for the Trump rally. So that means at 3 p.m., our people, uh, Mike Crispy and Anna Perez, will be on site in Hialeah, Florida, in the crowd, asking questions, interviewing, and just being with the people. So, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go, baby. 3 p.m. starting today. And then, of course, we'll be going all the way through the rally. Now, somebody who was very upset about this censure. And I'm talking... She looked like 50 Cent on steroids. Looked like Stacey Abrams' little sister, Corey Bush, ladies and gentlemen. Of uh, a lack of care and a lack of understanding and a lack of seeing the humanity of folks who look like Rashida Tlaib. It's outrageous that my colleagues are blatantly, blatantly attempting to silence the only Palestinian American representative right here. Um, it's outrageous, but it's not surprising. And let me tell you, it's not surprising because this place is where 1,700 members of Congress, this elected body, enslaved black people. It's not surprising because they thought it was right. It's not surprising because this is a place where members continue to claim that the insurrection on the Capitol just appeared to look like a normal tourist visit. It's not surprising because this is the place where our black and brown staff members repeatedly speak of experiencing racism and sexism, Islamophobia, get pushed off of elevators, xenophobia and more right here in this workplace. This is the place. And let me say this. She, she keeps going after she's cut off. The lady's time has expired. She mourns for the 10,000 and she will not stop. No the gentlelady is no longer recognized. The gentleman from Maryland. Gentleman from Maryland is recognized. We'll reserve. Gentleman from Maryland reserves. The gentleman from Georgia is recognized. I'm a and you are what you appear to be, a scumbag, swamp donkey, terrorist, racist, anti-Semitic, un-American pile of human trash. That is what Rashida Tlaib acts like. That is what Cori Bush acts like. That is what some people did, some things acts like. That's what Jamal Bowman acts like. You know, the guy that pulled the fire alarm. We are draining the swamp. And I know that you're so happy. That after September 11, 2001, that we actually have all you terrorists in our Congress and in our elected seats, that ain't going to last very long. We are getting rid of each and every one of you. And I'm so happy that we have a new Speaker of the House, especially leading up to the election. How, how great is it? Can we just stop for a minute and just say, because this, the news cycle goes so quickly, ladies and gentlemen, um, 
Can we just say how great it is not to have Kevin McCarthy as the Speaker of the House? Now, I know a lot of people are going to say, well, what has Mike Johnson done? All right. Well, Mike Johnson's actually done quite a bit in the week and a half, two weeks that he's been there. And we're going to go a little bit. We're going to go through a little bit of that right now. But what I want to say is this. A new poll out finds that new House Speaker, Mike Johnson, from a a Rasmussen poll, is already far more popular than Kevin McCarthy, the man that he replaced. Now, some right-leaning pundits suggest this would be the case when Johnson was elected Speaker because he he is an unapologetic conservative, okay? He's not just going to say, I'm sorry that I pray. He's not going to say, well, Sean, Sean, look, this is, you know, you know, we're working together and, 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 and we're going to go where the money leads. And, and, and Sean, we're going to go where the information leads. And, and, you know, I just got to say that, you know, as I was cuddling with my fat gay lover, Frank Luntz, last night in our bed in D.C. because we I don't live together. So I just want to tell you that, you know, I thought about, you know, the American people deserve better. The American people deserve the truth. That's that's what we normally got. OK, that's what we normally got. Now, the liberal media is working overtime to smear Mike Johnson, but you can't smear him with much. So they're smearing his religion. And he's already miles, ladies and gentlemen, above Kevin McCarthy. Okay? 47% of likely voters said they have a favorable opinion of him. That includes 63% of Republicans and 35% of Democrats. Kevin McCarthy had nowhere near that. And it's because... Speaker Johnson, A, brought God back into the house. You may like that. You may not like that. It doesn't matter. It only matters what God likes. And God seems to love it. So if God loves something, I love something. If Mike Johnson is starting his day off with prayer every day, I don't care if you believe that that should be in the White House or that shouldn't be in the White House. It doesn't matter what you think. It matters what God thinks. And God should be everywhere. And Speaker Johnson is torching the establishment on the right and the left, and proving that his God-centered conservative principles are winning and will win, and not only that, what America wants. Go ahead and roll this. We share enduring core principles, and I referenced this on the floor Wednesday night before, last week before I uh, took my oath of office. What we stand for are the core principles of America. I call them the seven core principles of American conservatism, but as I said uh, from the chamber there up in the rostrum, that it's really... America's principles. Um, It's individual freedom and limited government and the rule of law, peace through strength, fiscal responsibility, free markets and human dignity. These are the the ideas that have guided our nation since its founding. And I believe that when we anchor ourselves to those again, we do right by the country. We are the greatest nation in the history of the world. And we are proud to say that and proud to defend it and uh, preserve those principles. But we... We are the greatest nation in the world, and we are proud to defend that, and we are proud to push, uh, to push that uh, statement. We are the greatest country in the world, and we are not sorry for that. Now, what's wrong with that? Now, I've, I've, I've gone away from my mic a little bit. It seemed like I was getting a little bit too loud on the mic. I was probably way up here like this, and I'm sorry. I get like that sometimes. I get a little con- excited and animated, especially now that I'm not sitting down, okay? So... Great things that Speaker Johnson is doing, but I think one of the greatest things that he's doing is he's going to move forward with these subpoenas to the Biden crime family, and he's going to let James Comer and Jim Jordan and the rest of them actually hold them accountable. If they don't show up, it's going to be um, contempt. It's going to be contempt if they don't show up. If they refuse to come, they're going to they're gonna get them, folks, and they're going to arrest them. And Speaker Johnson has, n- has not minced any words about that. He's going to make sure that he dots his I's and crosses his T's before he gets there. I know some people want it to move a little quicker than that. 
but he's moving at a heck of a lot faster speed than Kevin McCarthy did. Now, here is James Comer saying that he fully expects to start subpoenaing the Biden crime family because they did their job, they did their due diligence, they, they, they traced the money, and now we're here. So here's James Comer talking with, oh, I hate it, but <sighs> anyway, here it goes. I have the bank records. Uh, and remember, uh, you asked about specific qu- transactions. We didn't know about the two checks to Joe Biden until three weeks ago. This has taken a long time to subpoena and obtain all the bank records. And I don't think the average American can imagine how many different bank accounts and how many different banks and how many different companies, and most of them were shell companies, if not all of them, that we were dealing with. We had to find them all. We had to request the information, then subpoena the information, and then hope and work with the banks to obtain it. We have it all. Then the hard part, we had to trace the money. Now we've traced the money to where we can look at specific transactions, trace them back to the country of their origin, and trace them all the way through the shell companies, all the way through the money laundering processes to 10 different Biden family members. So I would expect very soon those 10 different Biden family members to be coming in front of Congress and answering specific questions. And so you go coming in front of Congress and answering answering specific questions. And then it's Joe Biden after that. Now, Joe Biden will probably at that point declare executive privilege, which they've already destroyed and flushed down the drain with Donald J. Trump and his administration and his presidency. Now, Comer vows to hold any reluctant witness in contempt and will compel answers from Joe Biden if it hap- if, if we go that far. If Joe Biden doesn't die before then. And see, you want to know the problem? Is Speaker McCarthy was holding all of this up. Speaker McCarthy was holding up too, far too much. And guess what we're going to get to next in the next segment? January 6th. I promised I would give you updates about the, pri- the director of prisons and the treatment of the January 6th prisoners. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I have a feeling that after these hearings that we're talking about right now, you're going to see the, a full release of the January 6th tapes, and you're probably going to start seeing some defunding of a lot of organizations and a lot of alphabet agencies. That's just my prediction. I don't have any inside information on that. I'm just, that's my prediction because I can see the forest for the trees. Now, we have about 4,600 people watching right now. Remember, we are covering the Trump rally today from 3 p.m. Eastern time until the Trump rally is done. Myself, Mike Crispy, Anna Perez, they're both on site down there. It's going to be incredible. We hope you guys can join us throughout the day. I heard somebody say, great, now I'm not going to get anything done. Exactly. And you want to know something else? If you're not going to get anything done and you enjoy some luxury sleeping and some luxury comfort wear, then ladies and gentlemen, look no further than Cozy Earth. You see, they have Black Friday, 30 to 35% site wide um, off. If you use the promo code LFA right now, you don't have to wait till Black Friday. And maybe some of us can actually afford some of this stuff. Now, I wouldn't even have any of this stuff if they didn't send it to me because I didn't even know that bamboo sheets, bamboo pillowcases, bamboo bathrobes, bamboo anything existed. And when I finally put my skin to it, it was like putting OFP Farms on my skin for the first time. Ladies and gentlemen, CozyEarth.com. CozyEarth.com. Use the promo code LFA. You'll get 40% off all betting, and you'll get up to 40% off everything else on the site. That is CozyEarth.com today. Try it out, and you get 100 days free. Uh, 100 days. If you don't like it, if it gets worse, it's supposed to even get better after washes. You can send it back for a full money-back guarantee. 100-day money-back guarantee. Can't beat that. CozyEarth.com. Now, Troy Nels. 
First of all, Representative Troy Nels is a pit bull, number one. Number two, Representative Troy Nels went absolutely off on the, um, on the director of prisons for January 6th. Remember yesterday I told you they were holding these January 6th hearings? I have this here. Uh, can we pull this up? Perfect. Give me some volume and roll it. This is Director Peters, and this is Troy Nels digging into her about her treatment of these people, but most importantly about taxpayer uh, dollars funding transgender care for people that she's director of prisons over, and then we're going to get into Matt Gates talking to her. Roll this. I'm a man. I'm a woman now, and I haven't had any surgeries up to this point. Maybe I'll get them while I'm in prison, because I'm assuming we're paying for those, right? We have paid for two gender-affirming surgeries. Hey, two. So once you start, you're going to continue. You ain't changing that, right? There are five. I mean, look at this guy. This is an interesting guy, folks. Look at this guy. His name is Peter Langan. He got long hair. Look at this guy. He looks like a bad, bad guy. He's a bad guy. He's a, he's a Nazi, ex-Nazi terrorist. He's a bad, bad hombre. And this guy wants to be referred to as Donna. Do your, do your employees, do you require them to say, call this guy now named, he must be called Donna? Uh, Congressman, no. And in fact, in order to produce a name change. Well, he's suing. He's suing you all because he wants to, uh, he wants to, he's claiming that his Eighth Amendment rights were violated for not being provided gender-conforming surgery. For the people at home, this man is an ex-Nazi bank robber. In June, his lawsuit was settled. And I'd like to know whether this means that inmates now have the Eighth Amendment right to sex changes. Are we paying for guys like this who are just sick? We send them to prison. We're restricting their freedom. And now this guy says he wants to be Donna. I suppose I understand why he'd want to be Donna, because you want to release this guy into the pen of heifers. You're releasing the stud into the pen of heifers is what you're doing. Isn't that what a guy would want to do? If I'm going to prison for 10 years and you're restricting my freedom, I guess I would want to go to the prison where the ladies are. Wouldn't you suggest that? Wouldn't that be a good idea? And if you're allowing that to take place through this process by talking to these shrinks and these guys, I'm going to convince you I'm a woman and I'm going to enjoy five years in prison. Matter of fact, Half of them would probably say, don't even release me on patrol. I'm having too much fun here. This is the state of our country today under Democrat rule and under that director of prisons. So then it was Matt Gates's turn to, uh, to talk um, to this director of prisons. If we got that video, perfect. Bring that up. By your discussion of site visits to our prisons to get a firsthand understanding of what's going on there. Uh, sometimes members of Congress have had challenges doing that. Could you give us some advice if, if we wanted to glean those benefits and get that firsthand uh, experience? But what's the best way for us to go about that with your team? Thank you, Congressman. So if you have your team reach out to our Office of Legislative Affairs, we will be happy to make that arrangement. Thank you so much. Um, does the Bureau of Prisons retaliate against people based on, political, on, on constitutionally protected speech? I have been very clear that retaliation will not be stood for on my watch. And, and you're confident that that's being observed throughout the Bureau? I'm confident that message has been delivered, and if anyone engages in retaliation, we will hold them accountable. Are you familiar with the matter of John Strand? That name is not familiar to me. Oh, so yeah, Mr. Right. Strand yeah, was a right. witness at a hearing that we had 
uh, regarding some of the civil rights concerns of people who had interacted with the Department of Justice in January 6 uh, matters. He was convicted, sentenced in his, at FCI Miami, and I had received word that he had been placed into enhanced confinement and into higher acuity uh, secure, securing uh, as a consequence of information that others had put out on his Twitter feed. So is that something you, does that ring a bell to you? Congressman, I wouldn't be able to speak to an individual's um, circumstances regarding their behavior inside our institutions. What I can assure you is that if an individual is placed in our special housing unit, it would be for conduct that happened inside the institution. So is, what's a special housing unit? Is that a special housing unit is one solitary? of our uh, restrictive housing placements that could include disciplinary segregation, protective custody, um, and would house individuals that either were at harm to harm their, themselves or others, or had actually engaged in misbehavior inside our institutions. What, what I'm worried about is that Mr. Strand gave us testimony about some of his concerns, and as you know, people give us testimony, we sort through what's right and wrong and should be acted on and shouldn't be acted on. It's not gospel, it's just testimony. Uh, but then thereafter, people were posting on some of his social media platforms his concerns about the treatment he'd received at the Bureau. And then I sent a letter to you concerned about that because like you, I don't want anyone retaliated against for constitutionally protected speech. And, and thereafter, I got a letter back from the aforementioned Office of Legislative Affairs in your office, and they say, in part, Mr. Strand was moved to a secure housing unit with increased supervision and frequent employee contact on September 26, 2023, pending completion of an investigation. So I guess my question is, when, when someone, is that like akin to what we would normally think about as solitary confinement? Those words, secure housing unit with increased supervision and frequent yes, employee contact? I we would use the that. word restrictive housing. Right, okay. not solitary so confinement. So what's this then? Because this guy's a non-violent, he was never violent toward anyone, so I'm just wondering why the, the assets that we fund for the highest acuity violent people would be used for this purpose. Uh, Congressman, we use that uh, special housing unit for individuals that um, engage in any sort of misconduct inside our institutions. All right, I'm going to stop it right there. What she's talking about is solitary confinement. And as somebody who spent 13 months in a room that was five feet by eight feet with a six-inch steel door and a chuck hole that was opened up three times a day for me to get three little styrofoam plates of food and three books a week and three letters a week and one shower a week, I can tell you that the effects of solitary confinement are worse to a human being than the effects of a lockdown from COVID-19. It will make you crazy. You will be opened to demonic forces taking you over. You will hear voices. You will go nuts. You will become inhumane. You won't know how to act around other people when you get out. You will be basically a rabid wild dog with rabies. And they do that for one reason and one reason only. For when they put you back out in GP, which is called general population, you do not know how to act and you get yourself killed or in trouble 
or they put you back out on the street. Does anybody want to tell me what the average return rate for people to go back to prison is? I can tell you it's about 80%. Once you're in the system, you do not get out of the system. You are cattle. You are a number. K65989 was my name for many, many years. And I can tell you this. When they put you in solitary confinement, it is to destroy you. And who knows what they're doing to you behind those walls that nobody knows about. And I'm talking about beatings, torture, rapings to some people, and many, many more things. And I'm not just talking about the guards. I'm talking about them letting other people into those cells. Because protective custody, PC, is where they keep pedophiles. It's also in the same area that they keep people that go to solitary confinement. And do you know what they do to the pedophiles in prisons? They call them Chesters. Chester the molesters. And they're not treated well in there. They're treated worse than the victims that they have themselves. So let me tell you. They have Owen Schroyer right now in solitary confinement too. And it is one of the most inhumane ways to treat a person. So the great thing that I love about Matt Gates questioning to her is A, he was calm and collective. B, he sat there and basically told the world what he's been working on that you don't know. And if you listened as intently as I did to Matt Gates's questioning of Director Peters, you'll hear that he said, I sent this and I sent that, and here's the responses that I got back. What does that tell you? That tells you that he has been working during his time as a congressman, consistently for the January 6th prisoners. Who else can say that? Who else can say that? In Congress, I mean. Not very many people. So I want to give, if I may, and if you guys allow me to, the Smarty Award of the Day to Matt Gates. Go ahead and roll that drum roll. Congressman Matt Gates, I'd like everybody to tag you in this and tell you get the Smarty Award of the Day here on LFA TV because, ladies and gentlemen, if somebody's in there fighting for us then um, and fighting for them, then they're good peoples. They're good people in my book. Now, I want to get to the, uh, the votes, the voting that happened yesterday. Again, we have another half an hour, okay, folks? We're not running low on time. We've got another half an hour because I'm going to 12.15 today, and then I'll be back at 3 p.m. for the Trump rally for the rest of the day, Okay. Now, voting happened around the country yesterday, and there was a lot of Democratic wins out there. It has nothing to do with Donald Trump. I think Donald Trump maybe endorsed one guy who also lost to a Democrat, but Donald Trump wasn't out there. Um, hold on, RD Camp, you realized all this talk does nothing. It's not bad enough yet. Democrats just keep on winning. In New Jersey, cheating state, you can go 100 times, no checking, plus they have ballot boxes stuffed. And I guess New Jersey Republicans need to get off their ass and do something a little bit more, don't they? Because other swing states have done it. And I'm not trying to be rude. I'm just trying to be real. You're right. I guess the Republicans of that state better get off their ass and stop being cowards and rhinos and start actually standing up for America because other states have done it. So it is possible. And other states that were purple and leaning Democrat are now red. Because they took the the bull by the horns, we shall say. So you are right. There are too many Republicans out there still still be uh, weak and allowing Democrats to run all over them. 
So you are right about that. But also, ladies and gentlemen, it's because of the RNC. This is a perfect disciplinary action against Ronna McDaniel, who, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be talking about here in just a minute, okay? But I want to talk about Ohio first. Because yesterday, a VP of Customer um, Operations of Voting Machines says that their company flipped votes or the, 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 the machines flipped votes and it was a human error that somebody on their team programmed the election. But I want to get into Ohio real quick because Ohio voted to legalize weed but kill babies. That's scary. I have no problem with people legalizing weed in their state. If that's what they want to do, that's fine. But if your priorities are legalizing weed and killing babies up to birth, Ohio needs Jesus. What the heck happened in Ohio yesterday? Can anybody explain? I don't understand. I thought Ohio was red as red can be. What the heck is happening in OHIO? This blew my mind that they allowed this. Like, I can understand you allowing abortion. I get it. States are states. You got half people that want it, half people that don't. I understand it 100%. 100%. But how can you allow it all the way up to, uh, to, to birth? I, 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 I'm lost for words. At this point, this is demonic. This isn't even Democrat or Republican. This is just straight demonic. I'm praying so heavily for Ohio. But now I want to go to Nebraska, okay? Because we know that votes were being switched everywhere all the time. Well, this is coming out of Nebraska, ladies and gentlemen, that story that I was just referring to before we went to Ohio about the votes being switched because it was human error because humans programmed the machine. wonder what the heck is going to be done about it. But anyway, let's go ahead and roll this tape, this, uh, this video. You got volume on that? We're gonna uh, we're gonna push this video ahead a little bit to the press. Um, con- there we go to the press conference part. Yeah, let's see. I think that 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 lady there is the best. Okay, the play it. before they went into the poll that this condition exists and that they should vote on the screen. We that this county understood what the issue was and that it would be taken care of here at the central counting tonight. And with that, I would introduce Linda Bendit from ESNS. So they said, we warned people beforehand that this could be a possibility. Oh, so that makes it right? That makes Thank it okay? Thank you, Mr. Derdinger. Um, yes, my name is Linda Bennett, Senior Vice President of Customer Operations at Election Systems and Software. And we really do appreciate the opportunity here to work with the county. Um, obviously, we deeply regret um, what has occurred today. Um, but um, I've got a written statement that I'll, I'll read as to what occurred um, and we've been actively working with the county to ensure that tonight's results are indeed accurate. Uh, so when the voters in Northampton County made the selections for those two Superior Court judicial retention races today, they were presented with the correct screen options, which accur- accurately depicted those races. The voter selections on the screen accurately depicted their voter choices. However, as stated, that summary card reflected a clerical labeling error 
that was made by an ESNS employee, um, which caused the wrong label abbreviation to be reflected on that printed summary card. Um, the voters select. All right, basically always an excuse, right? Always an excuse. But I will tell you this: outside of apparent cheating that looked like definitely happening throughout the country, um, this is a huge referendum on um, Ronna McDaniel and the GOP underperformed so heavily, especially on like topics of like abortion that Ronna McDaniel, ladies and gentlemen, is said to maybe even be stepping down by tonight. Ronna McDaniel may step down as RNC chairwoman as early as tonight. She's getting massive pressure, massive pressure from the right, massive pressure from the RNC. This is a referendum on the RNC. This is a disciplinary action from the voter. As much as you would like to think that the cheating is what caused the Democrats to beat certain Republicans, it wasn't just that, folks. How many people are so pissed off at the RNC right now for what they won't do for Trump or what they're doing against Trump or the fact that they made us have Rana when we didn't want her? So I am hearing that Ronna McDaniel may announce, at least announce, that she's stepping down any day. It could be tonight. I don't know. It could be never. But like I say, from what I'm hearing around the political conversation, the political water cooler, is that she may be stepping down. And let's pray that that happens. Ladies and gentlemen, keep your, keep your prayer hands moving because we, we definitely need to remove her, okay? And now, as we are draining the swamp in so many ways... We've got a speaker of the house that brought God back into it. It looks like holding the Biden crime family at least accountable at a congressional level is there. We're talking about January 6th and January 6th tapes and the treatment of the January 6th prisoners. Okay? None of these court cases are doing anything against Donald Trump. He is rising in the polls so high that even Obama and Newsom together aren't going to be able to stop him because it looks like the country is going to turn out in overwhelming fashion, white, black, and brown, independent, Republican, and Democrat. And I think we're going to go to CNN to get this uh, story today. So, ladies and gentlemen, this was on CNN last night. I told you CNN and the rest of the mainstream media has been doing everything they can to throw Joe Biden under the bus. And that includes telling the truth about what the country thinks of him as a whole. And here we go, folks. This should please you. We asked in our poll, in dealing with the nation's issues, Biden is mostly part of the problem or the solution overall. 61% said he's part of the problem. Look at this breakdown here. Obviously, 95% of Republicans say he's part of the problem. Two-thirds of independents, 67%, say in dealing with the nation's issues, Biden is mostly part of the problem. And a quarter of Democrats. We asked in our poll. So that means 95% of Republicans polled, thousands of people, said, yes, Biden is definitely the problem. 67% 67% of dem- of independents. That's two-thirds. That's two-thirds of independents. You cannot win an election. You cannot even cheat and win in an election because you have to overcome the cheat, right? You have to overcome the actual votes. It's not going to be possible with 67% of independents voting against you. And 35% of Democrats, 32% was it? 32% of Democrats. So you've got a third of the Democrat voters. You've got 95% of the Republican voters. And you've got two-thirds of the independent voters saying they're not, that, that, that Biden is part of the problem. Now, that's not saying that they're going to go vote for Trump. But that's for sure saying that they're not going to go vote for Biden. So that is good news. 
That is good news. But then you've got Mr. Fire Alarm Puller himself, Jamal Bowman. He comes out and says that, the, get this, Eli, Jamal Bowman says that the economy, the problems in the economy that we're having right now, not Joe Biden's fault, Republicans' fault. We don't have the White House, we don't have the Senate, and we didn't have the House of Representatives for two years, but the economy is Republicans' fault. This is from a guy who pulled the fire alarm to get out of a door. That was his excuse. So his excuse was, I'm stupid. But to your point about the economy, that's a big point, because no matter how much we're seeing the job growth and all of that, people are still struggling with affordability. And that's an issue we need to hold the Republican Party accountable for. What? That's the issue that we need to hold the Republican Party accountable for, sir? Dumb, dumb award of the day for the guy that thought pulling a fire alarm is how you push a door open. My name is Jamal Bowman, everybody. I pull fire alarm gout door. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah, Republicans' fault. So let's pull up the Rumble chat. We've got time. We're going to 11, we're going to 1215 today. Does anybody believe that the Republicans bear any of the responsibility in the way that the economy is today outside of Kevin McCarthy siding with Biden with the debt limit ceiling, the debt ceiling limit? Go back to your weed smoking pipe, Kelly. <laughs> Dumbest one yet. Exactly. What a numb nut. I love that word, B.A. Palumbo. Uh, ignorance is rampant. Yes, it is. He's an idiot. No, no. Bowman is an idiot. Oh, Jeremy. He's as dumb as Hank Johnson. Ooh, that's a close one. That's a close one. Dumb, dumb award of the day. Amen. Only Republicans, only the Republicans that are rhinos. Rhinos do. That is a good, that's a good uh, point. Machines have to go. One person can change votes. Amen. It's Biden. It is Biden. He's dumb as a tick. (laughs) We are responsible for boycotts and plenty of them that we did as well. Plenty of them that we did this year as well. All right, before we go to our next break, because I said we're going to 12.15 today. If you're one of those people that are just joining in, make sure that you rumble this video. We have, what, 4,700 people watching, Eli. What a great audience today. Shout out to all of you. God bless you guys for being here. Make sure you hit that like button. If you're watching on Rumble, uh, I mean on Fire Stick or Roku, maybe just hop on your phone real quick, jump over, give us a like. That would really help, and even a share uh, to Facebook. But I already gave the dumb, dumb award of the day. I wish I wouldn't have. Because check this out, folks. Congressional Democrats are now urging Joe Biden to to facilitate the entry for tens of thousands of Palestinian nationals into the United States, Eli. Eli said he won't do a damn thing for our own vets or our own homeless, will he? Nope, he won't. We have 1,230 rumbles, ladies and gentlemen. Let's see if we can get that to 1,500. Democratic leaders, Senator Dick Durbin from Illinois, who's a complete Dick Durbin. Uh, Congressman Pramila Jayapel, well, she's part of the squad, from Washington. And Congressman Jan Schakowsky, Democrat, another Democrat from Illinois, are reportedly circulating a draft letter amongst other congressional Democrats pressing the Biden regime to open the floodgates for Palestinian nationals to seek refuge in the United States of America. Now, the draft letter obtained by the Daily Caller's chief national correspondent, Henry Rogers, 
explicitly calls on the administration to, quote, designate the Palestinian uh, territories for temporary protected status. It's called TPS and or authorize DED, which is Deferred Enforced Departure, for the Palestinians present in the United States. Now, TPS and DED are programs that offer temporary legal status to nationals from designated countries experiencing armed conflict, natural disasters, or other extraordinary conditions that prevent safe return. They did that to themselves, by the way, by allowing Hamas to take over their land and hating Jews and wanting to kill them all. TPS provides work authorization, so they'll be able to work here, and protection from deportation, not happening because we're going to get every one of you cockroaches out of this country when Trump comes back, to people inside and or arriving in the United States, and while the DED merely protects them from deportation. Secretary of the Department of Homeland Security, who's that? Alejandro Mayorkas, designates eligible countries for TPS while the president grants it. So... This would not have anything to do with Congress. The Department of Homeland Security Secretary, which is Alejandro Mayorkas, which should be impeached himself, has the ability to designate these people uh, eligible or not, and then President Biden would come along and grant it. Once the Biden regime approves this request, it will open the floodgates for millions of Palestinian nationals to walk freely to the border and enter the United States without facing deportation. And you know what? Somebody in the chat said, this is all Obama. You could not be more correct. This is definitely all Obama. So prepare yourselves, ladies and gentlemen. Lock and load. Buy guns and ammo with cash, not your card, not your debit card, not your credit card. Have no linked at all, okay? Audrey said, Jeremy, you hit over 100,000 views on your show yesterday at 5 p.m. Yes, we did. And I want to thank each and every one of you for helping that, sharing that. So lock and load. Buy all your guns, all your ammo, cash. And for everything else, like your emergency preparedness, your bug out bags, your emergency totes, your Patriot power generators, your seeds, your food, anything like that, your emergency water, 4 Now, I know there's a couple of people that said that 4Patriots has not been honoring the LFA promo code. I will be reaching out to them this afternoon. I do have the people that said that they were not honored that. We will talk to them and we will make that work, okay? It's probably just a, cl- a clerical error. It's not anything that anybody's doing on purpose. 4Patriots.com, ladies and gentlemen, 4Patriots.com. Eli just ordered there today, he ordered the, two of the emergency tote preparedness things. And actually, we're going to be ordering those for people, for our family for Christmas. Also, ladies and gentlemen, electric, 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 energy, energy, energy. Eli, told, Eli asked me a hypothetical question today about a possible EMP attack. What would you do in the, in the event of an EMP attack? That's what he said. And we went through all these scenarios today. So, ladies and gentlemen, make sure that you are protected today. 4Patriots.com. That is 4Patriots, the number 4Patriots.com. Use the promo code LFA and make sure you reach out to them if the promo code doesn't work immediately and they'll, uh, they should fix that right up for you, okay? 4Patriots.com, all right? Now, what does the thumbnail say for this show today? I want everybody to back out real quick. Go to the homepage. I'll do it right now. Go to the homepage of LFA TV. The thumbnail says CCP is taking over California, but the thumbnail says becoming Cala-China. Becoming Cala-China. Now, what could Jeremy Harrell possibly have meant by becoming Cala-China? Well, 
You guys know that we have all the inside scoop here at LFA TV because of the NFSC, because of Ava Chan, because of Miles Guo, because of uh, everybody there that's really showed us what the CCP is doing right now. Pretty much 90% of the conflict that's going on in our country internally and externally is at the result of the Chinese Communist Party, okay? So wouldn't it make sense? We have been talking about how Gavin Newsom, governor of California, largest state in, uh, largest population, largest state, largest economy in our nation, sixth largest economy in the world if you're breaking it down to individual. Gavin Newsom, governor of that, country, of that state, Xi Jinping, the Chinese director, have been spending an awful lot of time together. Gavin Newsom has even been running over kids, dunking on them in basketball courts in China. And we all asked, what the hell's going on here? Is he positioning himself for a presidential run? I think it's worse than that. I think it's worse than that, at least immediately in the, in the near future. It looks like China is taking over California. Chinese dictator Xi Jinping is now set and scheduled to meet with numerous business owners and leaders in San Francisco and in other major cities in California, set to attend a dinner with top U.S. executives during his visit to San Francisco for the Asia-Pacific Economic Cooperation Summit next week. Hundreds, if not thousands, are expected to attend the event and the dinner, including CEOs from all major U.S. companies. The Biden administration and China have been working to stabilize relations this year. Officials from both nations, including U.S. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen, Secretary of State Antony Blinken, and Chinese Foreign Minister Wang Yi, have traveled to meet their counterparts in recent months to help lay the groundwork for the anticipated meeting between Joe Biden and Xi Jinping at the APEC summit. Ladies and gentlemen, I can tell you this with utmost certainty and with all the truth that I can muster. The Chinese Communist Party is taking over California. And once they take over California, they'll take over the rest of this country. And if you think that the southern border or that this Islam holy war is as a, res- as a result of Palestine attacking Israel, you would be wrong. You'd be right in one, ex- in one sense, but you'd be wrong in, in a whole. Because the Chinese Communist Party is making sure all this is happening. You must understand The cancer, the root of all of this is the Chinese Communist Party. And what I'm about to show you right now, if you see this car, I suggest you, at the risk of going to jail, vandalize this car, destroy this car any way you can. What you're about to see is a CCP-controlled company on American soil collecting data of every street view, including your home in America, like those Google cars. And it, has, it was forced to cease testing on California roads when the state DMV revoked its permit in May 22, but secured a new California permit as of right now to continue this, this uh, basically spying on our country. Here it is, folks. You see this car right here? Destroy it. Go to jail to destroy it. I will. If I see this car in my neighborhood, I will destroy this car from, from moving outside of my neighborhood. I'll blow the tires out on this car. I will make this car incapacitated. It will not work. I'll shoot an AMP at the electric car. It's probably electric. I don't know if it is or not. This is it, ladies and gentlemen. If you see this car in your neighborhood, destroy it. I am calling for that. You can do it if you want or not. I will. 
I am not going to allow this shift to happen on my soil. And because my government refuses to protect my family in my country, then the Constitution gives me the right to do it myself, and I will not allow a CCP-controlled company to drive their cars through my neighborhood and look at me and my neighbors. It will not happen. It will not happen over my dead body. Who's with me? Pop, I want to pop up the rumble chat. I want to see what the, what the crowd's thinking. Can we do that? Thank you. They are making a map for takeover. You're damn right. You're damn right. I agree. This needs to be a mini clip. Oh, it will be. Looks can be deceiving. Yes, they can. How many stars have sold their soul to the devil? Amen. $5. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Slam. I'm with you, says MJ Randall. That's spying by a foreign country. Shoot it. Exactly. Just don't kill the person driving it. Or do. I don't care. God might, though. I'm not going to allow this stuff to happen in my country anymore. Not going to happen. So there, ladies and gentlemen, I got two more stories uh, to go over, and then Kevin Smith is going to take over until 2 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time, which Ryan Maddow will then come on for his show, Matter of Fact, for an hour, and then I will be back with you at 3 p.m. In the meantime, I'm going to go get a haircut. I'm going to get some lunch, going to do some meditation, going to pray, going to send out some emails, going to come back, and we are going to be together again from 3 p.m. until the rest of the day. So, ladies and gentlemen, the 4,750 people watching, I pray that you'll come back. If you leave, I'll pray that you come back uh, for, the, uh, for our coverage of the Trump rally in Hialeah, Florida. And a big shout out to the Trump campaign for giving us credentials for this, uh, for this rally. We really appreciate you. God bless you and thank you. Now, is Kittenhead still here? Kittenhead, I am going to be sending you $1,000 from the Slurp Fund because we know you're going through a lot of stuff right now. We know you tried to keep and save your, your, your fur babies from dying and they ended up dying. And now you're stuck with that cost. And I'm so very sorry. And I know it's not everything, but I'm going to be sending you $1,000 out of the Slurp Fund. And ladies and gentlemen, after I do that, we will be just shy of $80,000 that we've sent out this year because of all of us standing together. And I just want to say I I really appreciate you all for doing that. I appreciate our fights and our arguments too. Because you know what? A family that prays together, stays together, and we pray together every day. So no matter what we go through, no matter who pisses us off or if I piss you off, we need to stay together because this country is far more important. And I think in the, at, um, uh, oh, Heels Gal, that's what I meant. Heels Gal, not Kittenhead. Not Kittenhead. Heels Gal, Heels Gal is who I meant, right? She's Heels Gal, right, Eli? I didn't mean Kittenhead. I just seen Kittenhead up there, and I just, Heels Gal, I did not mean Kittenhead. Kittenhead's probably like, yeah, I got $1,000 coming. Heels gal. Heels gal, we're going to send $1,000 to. My fault. Kittenhead, I'm sorry if I got your hopes up. <laughs> I meant heels. All these names. I just need real names. Um, sorry about that. Not you, Kittenhead. That's exactly right. Heels gal. Yeah, so anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to say thank you all. It's really been a pleasure being together and working together all. Uh, again, family that prays together stays together. Okay, now. Last two stories of the day, and then Kevin Smith is going to take over, okay? Um, I have big shoulders. I can take it. We love you, Kittenhead. Yeah, we love Kittenhead. 
Good correction, Jeremy. Yeah, my fault. It's hard to read and do all this all at the same time. Producer Eli over there sending stuff over to me. Uh, Walmart. If you ever needed another reason not to shop at Walmart, unless you absolutely have to, I understand some people can't help it, okay? Uh, Walmart is now uh, refusing to carry Dinesh D'Souza's new movie, uh, Police State. They are refusing to sell Dinesh D'Souza's Police State DVDs just one week after the U.S. government agency blocked bank transactions by producers. So if you needed another reason not to support Walmart, there you go. Such bias. Such bias. U.S. government agencies blocked bank transactions by producers. So I got to think of this. Okay. Yesterday I talked to you guys about um, Bank of America, Chase Bank, not being able to do direct deposit, business owners not being able to direct deposit uh, people's paychecks into their, into their accounts. I wonder if it all had something to do with this. I wonder if it all had something to do with this. So let's get into this real quick because I got about four minutes left. Um, there are ways that you can go and get Dinesh D'Souza's movie uh, ladies and gentlemen, so he says, Walmart and Amazon refuse to sell police state DVDs. Why? No reason. This is what Dinesh says. They shut us down because they can. Let's teach them a lesson. And let's buy it from Salem or Shopify. Get the DVDs yourself and also for Christmas presents, go to policestatefilm.net. Eli, can you put that in the live chat? Policestatefilm.net. Policestatefilm.net. Place your orders today or get it off Shopify or Salem if you buy your stuff there, okay? Police state. Uh, and again, ladies and gentlemen, policestatefilm.net. This is how we help each other out. You guys have helped me out. You, you keep this show and this network afloat. We do the same thing with Mike Lindell. We keep each other up, and I love that. So let's help Dinesh D'Souza. And the last story of the day, you're going to love this. Electric vehicle manufacturers are forced to slash prices for their stupid electric cars because consumers send a clear message and say, we don't want them. We don't want them. The Wall Street Journal reported that amid a decline in sales of electric vehicles, manufacturers and sellers are now resorting to price cuts and other incentives to help reduce the buildup of the unsold cars. Keep it up, folks. Quote, I think there was a miscalculation, you think, about demand on how much EVs would be coveted, said Joseph Yoon, an Edmonds analyst. Certain manufacturers, including Hyundai Motor and Ford Motor, are promoting cash back offers that reach up to 7500 bucks. For some of their stupid, crappy vehicles, Ford also reduced the price of its EV Mustang, the Mach-E SUV, which does not look like a Mustang. Tesla models are now cheaper than Toyota Prius. Tesla just lowered its price of the Tesla, Tesla Model 3. And I wonder why, folks. It has nothing to do with Elon Musk. It has everything to do with Americans rejecting electric. I will never buy one. I will never have one because I don't need one. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for today's show. On your way out, I will tell you that please, 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 if you can, um, if you can afford it and if you want to, go to JeremyHarrell.com. Here we go, JeremyHarrell.com. Here we are right here. Or you can go to LFATV.us. Look at that. Close out deals and clearance sales. Sale items now only 10 bucks until they are gone. We still have that. We, of course, we have our featured items up here that are more money. But down here, huge LFA blowout sale. Help us out, folks. 
Help us out. We need one big more, one big push to put in our last order to get some Christmas stuff. So please go to JeremyHarrell.com, JeremyHarrell.com, and check us out today and become a one-timer, a monthly donor. It helps us out, and it helps keep the Slurp Fund going from the Rumble Rant. So thank you all very much. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back and your chest out. Keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Kevin Smith next, Ryan Matta after that, and then you're back with me. I hope to see all 4,500 people of you back for the rally. God bless you. Keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face and whatever you do, keep spreading that gospel. Peace out, folks. I love you.